BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies. It's Wednesday, November 23rd, 2022. And this episode becomes available on Black Friday. So I hope you're listening to this while shopping or while avoiding shopping altogether. Whatever it is you do on BF. And my guests today are... Parker Finn, Lori Kilmartin, and Mike Weeby. Hello. Hello. Hey. <laughs> let's meet every it was I appreciate you all answering one at a time, but let's meet everybody individually and alphabetically by first name is a thing <laughs> we're trying. Uh she's any Lori 16 on the socials, but not just any Lori to me. It's Lori Kilmartin. <laughs> hey Lori. Doug, I think we're doing New Year's Eve together at Cubs, right? It's true. It's true. I'm, two I'm shows. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two shows with uh, our old friend Tony Kameen's going to be there. Yeah. And some fresh, hot, young comedians. And uh, yeah. Cobbs. I, I've done New Year's Eve shows there several times over the years. And it's I, I always have a great, great time. It's a great club, great, great town. I hesitated yep. on great town because it's changing. Uh, it's a great town, and you know, uh, <laughs> great towns have uh, have a lot of human shits. That's that's <laughs> what I say. Always. <laughs> that's what you always say. Um, I do. Yeah, you've been trying to get them to make that California state motto. Um, <laughs> I heard a rumor you have a new merch store. I just started Is a merch true? store. I did. <laughs> uh, it it's uh it's a because of a bit of mine um it's uh it's me writing a, a male centaur um and we're on our way to a restaurant where we're going to tell the hostess stable for two please um you can hear the whole bit uh, <laughs> new year's eve <laughs> at Cobbs. 
<laughs> I will. Maybe I'll get get to hear it twice. I think it's two shows that night. <laughs> and um, yeah, so that's great. And wh- how, where do people go to find that stuff? Just through your socials? There's links and stuff? Yeah, I think it's in my pinned tweet on Twitter. And uh, it's a T public. So you can probably just look up my last name if you want to check it out. Kill Martin, one L, one yeah. T. Don't know why there'd be more than one T. Yeah. <laughs> he he's a comedian. He's in the Draculas. He's in the Gentleman Gamblers. Uh what bands isn't he in? He's Mike Weeby. Hey Mike. Hey, how's it going, Doug? I'm doing good. Uh was October a, a busy month for someone in a band called the Draculas? Yeah, we played on <laughs> Halloween in New Orleans, and uh, oh man, that yeah, sounds it was very it was, goth. <laughs> it was extreme. Yes, it was. I I, I watched that uh, that uh, new what is it the the interview with a vampire show leading right up to it. It was it was perfect. Oh man, yes, it's so. That show is so New Orleans. It is so and, New Orleans, and so so cool. I love I, love, I love that TV show. It's great. Yeah. But you know, we're here to talk about movies, Mike. Oh, ah, well, it was a movie. Uh, a very controversial movie because it cast Tom Cruise. And then she, Diane Rice had to come back and say, you know what? He did a good job, Tom. <laughs> yeah, it was a weird, uh, like everybody sort of was mad about it. And they went, oh, it didn't turn out so bad. But trouble yes. is... They didn't. A lot of them, you know, maybe gone now and don't get to see this new show that does everything right and uh, yeah. makes that movie look really dumb. <laughs> uh, I want to go back and watch the movie though, just to just to make sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, thank you for being here. Is this your first time on Doug Loves Movies. First time on Doug Loves Movies. Well, there you go, because we have another uh, newbie or first timer with us today. Uh, so excited to have him. Uh, writer director a smile which has made over a hundred mil at the box offices and it's still in theaters it's parker finn hello parker hey doug uh excited <laughs> to be here thank you for having me uh this is so cool that uh, your movie uh usually it's the other way around you know somebody that come on my show to promote a movie becomes a big hit and i never hear from him again uh, but this this way, you know, it's already a big hit. You're just you're just doing this for fun at this point. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just have to hope it doesn't take a big dip after this show. You know, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I heard that guy on Doug's show. I'm out, I'm out. I lost interest in that movie. I was frowning the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Smile is on Paramount Plus now as well too. Yes. Yes, and, you, and I think it's also uh, available for purchase on all the all the usual places like iTunes and Amazon stuff like that. Yes, you can get it on digital, but uh, you know, don't don't tell Paramount Plus I told you this, but get a free <laughs> trial. <laughs> uh, and then, um, is there already talk of a sequel to Smile, or is it too soon? Um, it is. I mean, I, that is a question that I get asked every single day of my life, all day, every day. Um, <laughs> That's but, why um, I had to pile on. <laughs> yeah, there's there there is there is there's no official update uh, to to be said at this point. Well, I only brought it up because I I have a title I'd like to suggest for you. Please, smile too, still smiling. Love it. Love it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Done. You know, and it sounds fun, but then you can just make it even twice as scary as the first one, which is very scary, by the way. So Thank this you. is another question you probably get all the time, but like, where did the initial, the, the smile idea uh, initially come from? Uh, you know, I just, I, I just wanted to ruin something everybody loves, um, you know, was, was my plan going into it. Um, no, I liked, I liked the idea of, of, you know, for me, um, like the, the way that we, we sort of, everybody obviously associates it with like the universal symbol for friendliness and seeing if I could totally, you know, turn that on its head. But I, I liked even more like the idea that, that we sort of in, in real life use smiles as, as masks, you know, to sort of like keep people out from what we're really feeling. So any of our anxieties, depressions and fears, stuff like that, that we, we, we smile to keep people out and sort of this expectation, I think from society that like, Hey, like, I don't care what's going on with you. Like, don't, don't be weird or, 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 you know, upsetting or, or not normal around me. Just, just, you know, you're, you're sort of expected to smile through it. So I, I really love the title uh, not just as a noun, but as a verb. Right. Well, also, uh, <laughs> I saw it on, on Dancing with the Stars the other night. Tyra Banks is still pushing smize, which is, you know, smiling with your eyes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's the that's the title of the sequel. I think. Right. <laughs> that might have, you know, that might have to be it is you might have to switch to the the eyes are the problem. I don't know. You're the creative on this deal, so you do what you got to do. <laughs> uh, but you are you, uh, you know, gearing up to film something else, a, a different uh, movie or project. Um, I'm I'm in discussions on a few different projects, and I'm I'm developing a few new original ideas as well. So um, some stuff I'm really excited about, but but nothing that uh, nothing that's been officially announced yet. Right, nothing you can accidentally say get my uh, podcast a little bit more attention. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, it's Avatar three actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Avatar two! When is it going to finally? Is it like next week or something? It's finally going to be out. I think so. I think so. Yeah, sometimes it's soon. any any day now, and I just I don't know. I I don't know what to make of it. Like the trailer to me, yes. I was just going to say that those Avatar, uh, the blue guys, they do look pretty creepy when they smile. They do look oh. legitimately disturbing. The uncanny right. valley there is, is yeah. what bothers me. No, that's a good that's a good point. But, they, you know, they probably don't smile much because, you know, it's a James Cameron movie. So they're probably under a lot of duress during much of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how much yeah, smiling? Yeah. They're, was, getting, was they're getting yelled Titanic. at a lot. <laughs> Hey, Doug, can I say that my son and I, we paid full price and saw a smile in the theater and it was so worth it. It was great. And thank you so much, Parker. It was an amazing movie. Oh, gosh. Thank you, Laurie. That's uh, that's incredibly nice of you to say. Thank you. All right. Uh, now it's Mike's turn. What's I What do you have to say about it? I, I I mean I, I actually did I didn't know you were gonna be on and I, I I really loved it and the ending it was one of the most satisfying because a lot of times I feel like horror endings are not that satisfying and I loved without spoiling anything I loved the ending so much it was really really good hey thank you I appreciate yep. that I was not expecting that Mike I really thought <laughs> I really thought I was just you know we were gonna have some fun with the fact that you hadn't seen it yet. <laughs> uh, but uh, you really, you really nailed your answer, 
And uh, as I listened to it, I was thinking, you could say this without ever having seen it. Probably, uh, it's, <laughs> it's the kind of it's the kind of compliment that the director would go, "Oh, thanks, yeah." Well, you know, I he worked hard on that ending. I think any other horror listener would agree, though. Like it, I, I, I want to like I want to talk about it, but it would spoil it too much. Yeah, yeah, but like it, it's 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 really good ending. Like I, I it it usually you're not scared by the end, but the ending was like as scary as as anything else. It was great. Yeah, I mean, oh, just listen, you, you know, Lori's, uh, you know, her mentioning it in in such a positive light means that the ending was good because I feel like a lot of people uh, when they that's the key thing they point to when they dislike a a horror movie is how it ended. Like for some reason that's really important to people. To me, it's like, you should just be scared along the way and then, and then it's done. Like, you know, like walking through a haunted maze, you're not like, Oh, at the end of it, why wasn't there a thousand zombies instead of one, you know? Uh, But anyway, (laughs) I can, I can Um, assure you people will find any number of things to not like about a horror movie. Um, Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that must be like just have putting out a movie like that and then looking at the social media must be just uh crazy because of all the all the different angles people come at you from with uh what what their problems are yeah i, I don't care it's <laughs> you know, like, whatever man if people like it i you know that that's it's awesome if people don't like it you know you can't litigate people's taste it's it's fine yeah yeah exactly you know when someone's like this movie's you know bad well well okay but you know that's there's somebody that likes every bad movies how i look at it and some bad movies become the the highest grossing movie of all time all right yeah. so i don't uh, like where this conversation's going yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Thank you, thank you to all of you for being here. And before we play some games, I'd like to uh, ask each of you to recommend one movie. And since we're uh, right smack in the season of uh, Thanksgiving, I've been asking everybody to name a movie that you are thankful for, for you know whatever reason. You can tell us your reason or not, but just uh, you know a movie that. You really uh, appreciate that it exists. So we'll start with you, Lori. Oh, man. Um, listen, I really <laughs> enjoy- <laughs> I enjoyed uh, Maverick, Top Gun Maverick. Um, I went, uh, it, I, I accompanied people who actually wanted to see it. I didn't want to go. And <laughs> um, the, I forget the guy's name. I, the actor's name is Glenn. And, Glenn Powell? Uh, Oh yes, thank you. And uh, so that was a, a, re- a revelatory to me. And um, we, I saw it in Spain, so I didn't even understand the plot points. Um, uh, it, it was a little bit tricky. You, you think there aren't any plot points, but it was a little tricky. Um, there was some argument in the in the control center that I think really uh, set the movie uh, up that I didn't understand. But um, I don't care. I loved it. It was great and. You know, uh, I was bummed we didn't see Kelly McGillis, but other than that, it was it was a lot of fun. Wait, I was really surprised. Um, yeah, I mean that seems to be the consensus is everybody like they're talking Best Picture nomination for for that movie. Uh, All right, it's <laughs> you know they're everybody's enjoying it so much. It, it it's I don't know what it is about the timing of of when it came out and what it's offering. 
because I'm still not that much of a fighter jet guy. I, I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not, it, I, it doesn't interest me really. You know, but, there's something uh, about Tom Cruise where there was, where it's like, oh, he's just going to be really strangely in shape for his entire life. And, um, and it's just kind of fun to watch too. You know, I mean, obviously he's made huge sacrifices in his <laughs> religious and personal life, but all right, I guess, you know, he's experimenting on himself and it's sort of, it's fun to watch. Yeah. Like this next movie, he wants to really film out in space. Like he's yeah. really going for it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you gotta, you gotta appreciate it for that, I guess. Yeah. Mike, uh, for a second there, when she said Maverick, I thought she was going to say the old, you know, James Garner, movie that obviously inspired your band the gentleman gamblers <laughs> riverboat gamblers riverboat gamblers but yeah yeah why do um, i get, get, did i call gentlemen the first yeah. time too yeah but that it's i we are gentlemen though i mean we you know we we throw our coats down over mud piles for ladies to walk over i don't know which i don't know which of your bands like better the gentleman gamblers or the vampires <laughs> yeah all right so might as well screw everything up okay so Mike, uh, give me a movie that you're thankful for, please. I, I, and it, this is not overall thanks, but a recent thank, thankfulness of I laughed, I laughed harder than I've laughed at anything in a long time watching Weird, the the Weird Al Yankovic story. Yeah, can I tell you? As soon as you said I laughed harder at anything in a, in a long time, as soon as you're saying those words, I started to write down the word weird. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Because that is how people feel about that movie. Everybody I run across that's seen it is just like, wow, it is weird to laugh that much at a movie. Yeah, it was joyous. Like it was, it was like <laughs> a weird, weird feeling to have that much. It, it, it felt like I just haven't laughed at, at a movie. Like there's some, there's some TV stuff that I've laughed at, but like I think you should leave. I laugh at a lot, but man, weird was start to finish. Like a new, a new solid joke in a different direction the whole time. It never got old. Yeah, and I didn't mind the commercial breaks because you're, you're watching the premiere of the movie. So it was just sort of like just to get to see it immediately like that and for free. Uh, you know, nobody's making TV movies anymore with commercials in them that you would actually want to see. Yeah. Uh, so this was like, I, I love the whole the whole experience. And I, I hope it works out for for Weird Al and Daniel Radcliffe and, um, and Roku. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i hope it's uh you know i hope that this monetized somehow i guess that you know the advertisers might have to pay a lot to be in there or something um Parker, great, what you... great theatrical release i would have loved to have seen that in the theater oh it would have been super fun to see in a theater for sure but it just also feels like especially something that doesn't have uh, necessarily international appeal mm, uh, yeah. and is a comedy is like it, mm. for some reason Movie theaters are now about, you know, horror and spectacle and uh, comedy and like, you know, smaller dramas are sort of pushed out of the cinema, which is a shame. But then that it, that makes me grateful for so much streaming possibilities. Yeah. yeah. You know, your people's work can be seen one way or the other. Uh, Parker, what's your uh, what's your movie you're thankful for? Um, doesn't I'm, have I'm to gonna... be current. We got two current ones here, kind of. It doesn't have to be current. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do something even even stranger, and I'm gonna say a movie that hasn't come out yet, but I've had the the chance to see. 
um, which is uh, Damon Chazelle's new movie Babylon. Um, oh, I, I, I was very lucky to to get to see uh, that movie early. Um, shout out to Paramount, but um, yeah, that movie is uh, like totally off the wall, like <laughs> crazy that it even exists. It is such a um, unique, gigantic, like utterly uh, salacious and like astoundingly funny movie um, that is incredibly epic and, and fun and uh i mean it's 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 it is over three hours but the whole thing is is a total blast i think it comes out at, like near the end of december and um, oh, wow. I, I can't wait to see people start reacting to that movie because it is it's uh it's insane it's it's really really cool yeah there's already a lot of uh you know people writing about it because it's played festivals and like it was at tiff or something and I mean, just reading about it, it just it sounds insane. And then the trailer, I don't like watch trailers as just general rule, but this one I was just like, I gotta see what this is, what this even looks like. And the trailer, of course, gives you no answers, really. It's just all this all this stuff going on. But I laughed a couple of times in the trailer. I mean, Brad Pitt, it looks like he's very funny in it. It's super funny. Yeah. And and the movie it, but it also takes itself like deeply serious and it um <laughs> It's uh, the the amount of chaos uh, that is going on on screen in any given scene, um, just like as a as a filmmaker uh, was like uh, incredibly uh, like inspiring to see. Um, It's it's uh, it's definitely an experience unlike unlike anything else this year. He is not a uh, he's not shy about, you know, filmmaking and what you know his own tastes are uh you know because i i i can't imagine anybody i mean i'm sure there's people that like all three of his big movies that have come so far whiplash la la land and uh what's the space one called first man uh, first man um okay you get a point um they all, uh, <laughs> you know all of those uh, those are three incredibly nuanced confident movies that could not be more different from each other and like i just i was really excited about him as a filmmaker and i didn't love first man but i love the other two so i just i think he's you know obviously somebody to watch and and that he, that he uses the power he's accumulated to make what sounds like an absolutely bonkers movie uh parker have you seen rrr no it's so high on my list uh, so many so many people that whose opinions um I, I respect have uh, told me to see it. I just, uh, it, it sort of came around. It was like showing when I was like at my, my busiest with, um, you know, sure. like press and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I'm, I'm like, I am dying to see it. It's right near the top of my list. I've heard nothing, but uh, just like, like complete and utter praise for that movie. It, I, you know, it's again, same for me. It's like way up on my list to see. And I keep sh- going back and forth between, you know, I could just watch it on TV and get it over with, or I could, you know, wait for the next theatrical experience. Cause it sounds like, like they had a screening during Beyond Fest at the Chinese theater in Hollywood that like people were going wild during the movie, like physically out of their seats during the movie uh, in a packed thousand seat, seat theater. And it sounds like so much fun. But, uh, but that's another that just I just thought of it because of three hours of, of mayhem is what that movie feels like that is as well. Um, 
All right. Well, thank you very much for those recommendations. And we're going to play some games uh, right after this break. We'll be right back. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, we're back. And um, this first game we're going to play today, uh, Lori Kilmartin, you can blame your friend and podcast co-host Jackie Cation uh, oh, for this game. Because she did the right. show a few days ago in Houston at the uh, Come and Take It Festival. We had a very good time. But she did mm -hmm. point out during the show that she would have been a better guest and do better with the questions if, if they were about books instead of movies. So that inspired me to create a game we're going to play right now called Doug Loves Books. Oh, my. I love it. Yeah. What a title. Yeah. I couldn't have guessed it. <laughs> uh well you're gonna have to take some wild guesses here because i think <laughs> this is a difficult game i'm going to name a movie i mean excuse me a book title and then you tell me the movie it became so there's you're either going to know it because you read the book and then saw the movie and you know they changed the title or uh you're going to be able to sort of guess at it based on well what would that book what, what does that title sound like it could have turned into so whether you know it or don't know it uh you know it, please take a stab at it and uh i'll you know i'll say the first one to Lori, and if she doesn't get it then mike gets a chance and if he doesn't get it then parker gets a chance and we go from there whenever some whenever somebody gets one right we'll start with the uh, next person just to uh move it around and there's also one or two people might get lucky and land on an insanely easy one. But one more thing. I'm looking for exact titles. So the answer has to be exactly what the movie is called. Are you ready, Lori? I am. <laughs> Are you this, sitting down? <laughs> I am. And I'm, I'm very stressed out because um, me not knowing about movies is okay, but me not knowing about books makes me look illiterate. And uh, I, I think my cover's about to be blown. So go ahead. Let's play this game. I mean, it's books turned into movies. So they're, you know, they're, I know. they're degraded books. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I'm, I'm just looking, glancing at these right now. And uh, I'll give you one clue that uh, they mostly, I think they mostly worked out well turning these books into movies. <laughs> All right. This first one, Lori is uh -huh. a book called The Short Timers. Oh, okay. I'm just going to guess Cocoon. That's a terrific guess because they were just on Earth for a little while because they were old and needed to get out or whatever. I forget exactly how that worked, but uh -huh. that is not okay. the answer I was looking for. Right. Mike, do you, by, by any chance, because also in the credits of this movie, it probably says based on the book, blah, blah, blah. In this case, like it's, it's the short timers. I feel like it's a Stephen King thing. Mm. Um, uh, short timers. Um, is it? 
Tommy Knockers. No, that's I not like even that a movie. guess. I like that guess. I yeah. also like maybe like uh, Shawshank might have been. Oh yeah, an interesting guess there. Ah. But no, no, it's not a uh, it's not a Stephen King. Parker. Uh well, <laughs> this happened to have been turned into one of my favorite movies ever. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, by I one of my favorite filmmakers <laughs> ever. Yeah. So the the short timers uh, became Full Metal Jacket. That's correct. Ah. Yeah. See, I thought you might. Some people might stumble into knowing these because if you're a fan of any of these movies, you might know it's based on a book. So that puts Parker on the board. But we're back to Lori with this next one. Okay. A movie was made from a book called The Hoods. The Hoods. Hoods, like H O O D S, the Hoods. Um, Mississippi Burning. Oh, that is a really good. <laughs> that is an unfortunately, <laughs> that's an unfortunate and good guess. I, uh, but no. I knew, I know it's, I know, I knew it wasn't right, but I just, I threw it out there, Doug. Yeah, no, I mean, you think of Hoods. Yeah. Uh, that's a good guess, Mike. I'm trying to think of something mob or mafia related, but I know it's not good, fellas. Uh, uh, let's just Donnie Brasco. Ah. <laughs> Incorrect. Yeah, I, did, I didn't think but, it was. But you know, I like your uh, I like I like your reasoning. Um, is this another one of your favorites, Parker? I don't. I don't. I mean, maybe, and then I'll be very embarrassed. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, for me, I, I was kind of on the same wavelength as as Mike thinking about. Um, it's. It sounds like. Uh, it sounds like it would be like mob or mafia related, um, but I, you know, I'm wondering if it's. It, God. Uh, it's not in any way related to the Godfather, is it? How do you mean? I, I don't know. Are like, you asking me a question I, to figure out the answer? Yeah. <laughs> no, okay, so so that's my that's my really bad answer. Is is uh, the Godfather? Yeah. yeah. Somehow related to the God, like maybe Godfather Three was based on a book or something. <laughs> something, yeah. I don't know. Because I don't even know. Like, did Mario Puzo write Godfather Three, or was that no, out of I his think hands he just by that wrote point? The Godfather. I think yeah. it was just the Godfather. Yeah. All right. Uh, this was uh, everybody was uh, you know right in the uh, you know the guesses were all great. It's the motion picture uh, from Mr. Sergio Leone called Once Upon a Time uh, in America. Uh, His look at uh, the spaghetti western gangster movie. Um, Parker has one point. We're back to Lori. Okay. This one, somebody it might ring a bell to them, because uh, I this was news to me. Uh, Plain Soleil, <laughs> uh, P L E I N S O L E I L, Plain Soleil. Oh, like Soleil Moon Fry. Sure, right. Is how Soleil is, I assume, spelled and pronounced. What What do you think that is? Well, soleil is a it's a French word, right? But I, I uh -huh. don't know what it means. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna um. 
I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I don't know a movie title, but because I think Soleil is a French word, I'm going to say um, a Jerry Lewis movie. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I would almost have to give you a point if it ended up being a Jerry Lewis movie, just, yeah. just for figuring that out. But it is not a Jerry okay. Lewis movie. Mike? I am going to guess, because I feel like Soleil, and I might be totally wrong on this, for some reason I felt like it means moon in French, and it's very Frenchy, so Moonrise Kingdom? Oh, okay. I don't mm. think, I, I feel like Wes Anderson's only done animated things yeah. that were based on books, but I think everything else comes out of his brain. Yeah, I think so. But still a good guess. Parker? Well, so I'm a little confused because um, I know Plain Soleil as, as a film. So Plain Soleil means uh, Purple Noon in French. And hmm. and that is uh, not, wait, so Plain Soleil is, is the book? Because isn't, isn't the Talented Mr. Ripley the book that then there's both, a, there's a American version of, and oh. then isn't Plain Soleil the French version adaptation of that book? I think what's going on here is that you are correct. <laughs> but I think, I, I think uh, you know, I think the, the book was Plain Soleil and the movie was Mr. Talon Ripley, but they made a, a Talon Mr. Ripley, but they made a, a, a French version that they just. Yeah, because there's a French the Plain Soleil. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wasn't there, so wasn't you figured Ripley it out. written by a, a woman named Patricia, uh, gosh, I forget her Hightower. Yeah, was she American? Um, probably British. Okay, all I mean, right. Like Hightower, but I'm yeah, not I positive. Mean, I think it. I think it's. Yeah. I think it's High Smith. By the way. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that sounds. sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come down out of your high tower and tell us. <laughs> the actual I, I actually, I have the book on on my shelf next to me. So. And it's and the and it's wow. called that. But it's called the talent of Mr. Ripley. Are you sure like that's not just an American version of the book that they just put the movie title on? I I, I have the the one that I read is the Patricia Highsmith, the talent of Mr. Ripley. Okay. So yeah, so I screwed that up and you still got it. Because <laughs> I, you know, I was just using sources that were saying here's what these these you know movies, you know, the ones I couldn't think of myself because uh, I never knew what book talented mr ripley is based on but it probably da dangerous to use sources you know yeah 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 absolutely so the internet's wild and, but, and uh, doug am i being credited at all for guessing that salale was a french word or is that does that not, not even count um i don't know what kind of credit to give i can give you like a point two okay i don't that might come in handy <laughs> i mean these things add up <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it, okay. it is french for moon is soleil moon mm -hmm. i don't need credit i just want to be happy that i remembered something oh yeah sounds well you said purple moon is the name of uh okay cool awesome i remembered something so no i've been saying you told us that purple moon is in is the name of uh yeah this talented mr ripley right uh that parker said that <laughs> Oh, well, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So Parker has two points. And we're back to Lori again with point two points. Okay. 
let's make it point zero two. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like alcohol levels. Uh, no, point, <laughs> I'll give you a full point two. Okay. And uh, but here you might be able to get a point here, but okay. we'll see. Uh, Trom Novel. I'll spell it. T r a u m n o v e l l e. Trom Novel. What do you think that turned into? Um. Well, I mean, this. This seems unlikely, but my guess is Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> that would be the weirdest <laughs> twist in this game. If there was, if that movie was based on two different books, which happens sometimes. Yeah. I think, I think the Mister Rogers movie might have been based on two books, um, but no. Okay, Mike. Tom Noville. Oh. Yeah. Mad City. <laughs> I like it, but no. Traumaville? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, I like I like how you worked that out a little bit with the trauma at the beginning. Uh Parker, what do you what do you say it is? Um so <laughs> again, um my my French is pretty bad, but I feel like that means um dream story dream, but i don't know is there a, there's not a movie called dream story is there no there isn't but boy when you hear that what movie this is <laughs> it's um, uh it actually tells you a lot about the movie that maybe a lot of people don't realize uh, so maybe <laughs> maybe the title has changed to like hide something about it mm. yeah um hmm Dream story. Um, um, oof. I, I, uh, let, uh, Avatar two. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great if he just switched over and James Cameron was like, "I'm not going to write this one. I'm going to base it on a book." Um, it's we're back to your uh, favorite filmmaker, Mr. Stanley Kubrick. And that was the uh, book that Eyes Wide Shut was based on. Oh, oh. shit. Right? Dream Story. Because yeah. that movie's just like a dream. Oh, God, it's such a good movie. Tom Cruise just wandering around doing weird things. Um, yeah. I, I like it more every time I uh, every time I look at it. Okay, so Parker's got two. Let's try to get Lori or Mike on the board with... Uh, Oh yeah, this well, is I'm, gonna I, this is gonna work, I am, Lauren. I am on you the ready? board. Yeah. Yeah, you got point two, you're right. <laughs> um what movie do you think resulted from a book called Who Censored Roger Rabbit? <laughs> well, I guess um I'm gonna just because of the common surname, I would guess Jessica Rabbit. Is the name of the movie? Yeah. That is based on the book who censored Roger Rabbit. Right. Yeah. I stand behind my, I, I'm even In, prouder. The more you try to make me doubt my, <laughs> my answer, the prouder I become of it. I'm proud of it. Cause that Jessica Rabbit was of course, Roger Rabbit's uh, wife. Um, but that's not the answer I'm looking for. 
Mike. Uh, yeah, that was who framed Roger Rabbit. That's right. That's the correct answer. Sorry, Lori. Um, I, don't, I don't think that was fair. I mean, she stole the movie, though. Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> it should have been called something, something, Jessica Rabbit, for sure. Uh, <laughs> that would have been a better way to go with it. But uh, <laughs> But at least now Mike is on the board. And Parker, you're up first on this next one. What movie is based on a book called The Sheep Pig? The Sheep Pig. Yeah. It really rolls off the tongue. Uh... Right? That's probably why Hollywood rejected it. Like, we're not going to make a movie (laughs) called The Sheep Pig. Um... Uh, oof. Um, let's let's say. <laughs> God, I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say one that I know is not the answer, but it's it's the only thing with with sheep's sheep in the title they can think of. Uh, Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that would be really weird, but yeah. no, that's not right, Lori. Um, I paid the movie Pig. Oh, with uh, Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Uh, it was, they were like, you know, let's just call it pig because uh, yeah, nobody yeah, knows the difference the between sheep. a sheep pig and a rig. No, it was exactly. a truffle pig, though. I think it would have been called truffle pig. Well, I mean, maybe. Mike? I am going to guess because it's neither a sheep nor a pig, but kind of both of uh, Okja. <laughs> that's a good movie by the way yeah it's a great movie but I, I i feel like he wrote it but i i don't but i don't know okja is my guess yeah i don't i don't know if okja was based on a book or not but uh i really thought this was an easy one because it's the movie babe oh uh, about a right. sheep herding pig oh uh, yeah <laughs> all right Lori. Yeah. Here's one you're going to knock out of the park. All right. What movie was based on the book Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Well, um, you know, these titles go all over the place. I mean, I there's it's probably as Willy Wonka in it. I, I can't remember the exact titles of like the Johnny Depp movie versus the um, Gene Wilder movie, but just um, take a crack at it. See what happens. Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory. That is correct. You could have said either that or just repeat it back to me, Charlie and the chocolate factory, because (laughs) that's what the Tim Burton one was called. (laughs) Lori Kilmar's on the board. 1.2 points. Sweet. Mike, are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, what movie was based on a book called Wise Guy? That would be Goodfellas. That is correct. Like, yeah. is up to two points. Parker. Let's do it. It all comes down to this. Uh, what movie is based on a book called Shoeless Joe? Hmm. I'm assuming I'm assuming there's a character named Joe in it. Um, 
Man, um, <laughs> I was interested to see how long that silence was going to go. Yeah, um, I actually know this one too. Oh, hey, yeah, um, Press, pressure. Yeah, well, um, I'm going to go ahead and say Avatar Two. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good go-to, but that's not it, Lori. Uh, Field of Dreams. That is it. Field of Dreams is the story of Shoeless Joe from Kokomo. I don't know where he's from, but, uh, you know, the baseball player whose, uh, you know, ghost comes out of the, the cornfield and talks to Kevin Costner. Uh, he's wearing by, shoes? Yeah, played by the late, great uh, Ray Liotta. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I guess he was a baseball player that wasn't into wearing shoes was his deal. Mike, did you know that one? I did, yeah. I was yeah. I was hoping I was gonna grab that. <laughs> well, unfortunately, uh, you know, Lori talked her way into a win because she, she wins with <laughs> two point two. <laughs> two point two is higher wow. than the other two gentlemen who each scored two, but all she wins uh, is having to go first in our next game, which we will play right after this break. We'll be right back. We're back. And I'm excited to say that uh, Lori gets to go first in this next game, and we'll switch the order around so it goes Lori, then Parker, then Mike, and it's a game called Whose Tagline Is It Anyway? I say a tagline from a movie. You tell me what movie it is. Very, very similar playing style to the last game. Um, I want to ask Parker really quick, though, um, do you like the taglines that were created for Smile, and did you have anything to do with their creation? Um, they, they, you know, when they first start talking about, you know, marketing and started showing materials and stuff like that, there was like a a book of like you know, three hundred, not a, like just like a like a like a binder of like three hundred different things they had just been like throwing against the wall. Um, I, you know, I think it it's. Uh, Taglines are hard, man. Um, yeah, they really are. Um, they, uh, yeah. they they have to do a lot, and uh, it, so it's hard to do it well. Um, yeah, you know, the, the but, once you see it, it's too late. I thought was like a nice, you know, sort of like distillation of the high concept, at least in the film. So, um, yeah, no, it, right, it, and uh, also also implying that seeing the, once you've seen the movie, then you will have seen the the smile and therefore be. <laughs> You know, because that used to be always like in the 50s, you know, that yeah, horror movies used to all be all about like how the movie was going to actually ruin your life somehow. Yeah. Um, uh, the other two that I saw on IMDb were Pass It On mm-hmm. and The New Face of Fear. Yeah, um, I mean, pa- Pass It On is definitely fun. And, um, I, you know, I, I always the one I like what I like about once you see it, it's too late. Um I like taglines that have like a, like a warning to them. Yeah. 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 That's true. Like that's, uh, that's really a, a standard uh, uh, way. It's like daring people to come see the movie <laughs> is a, is a fun approach uh, to, uh, to horror. Uh, okay. So I'll say one of these taglines that was created for a motion picture, you know, from any point in the history of motion pictures. And, uh, Lori will guess first. She misses. Parker gets a stab at it. And then Mike. And if all three of you miss it, we just uh, move on to the next one. Again, these are mostly difficult and 
anybody gets any of them, I'll be quite proud. But there also is a theme that will emerge uh, amongst the answers. It may may it may help you to think of the answer on the next one. Uh, here we go, Laurie. Okay. This beauty pageant's about to get ugly. What movie do you think they would sell with the sentence, this beauty pageant's about to get ugly? Miss Congeniality? A terrific guess. Not the right guess. Wow. Mike? I am going to guess Drop Dead Gorgeous. No, another great guess. I'm realizing they don't say that enough on like Jeopardy. Great guess, but no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Parker, oh, wait, wait, did I screw up the order already? I did, didn't I? Apologies. I was supposed to go to Parker second, but uh, um, I'll, fi I'll fix it on the next one. Parker, um, uh, thank goodness uh, he missed it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, try I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of like... Uh pageant movies or, or ones that, that feel um can you say it one more time mm -hmm. this beauty pageant's about to get ugly so that there's there's a there's like a colloquialism happening in there yeah um, no it's real informal like hey this beauty pageant's about to get ugly um best in show <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, that's not it. Uh, this is one of those ones where it's a sneaky little thing I'll do to a guest sometimes, and it's not not nice or fair. Uh, that's from a motion picture called Smile. Uh, the 1975 movie. That's right. Yeah, I, I knew you'd be familiar with it, but I didn't expect you to know the tagline. Uh, so my evil plan what? worked. Was that a TV movie? Mm -mm. No, it was a theatrical motion picture. The guy who directed it uh, did a lot of... Uh, uh, terrific movies and uh, political satire and uh now i can't was, think of was his the name, theme though. song smile even though your heart is breaking was mm -hmm. that yeah they played that oh, in the movie. i remember that wow yeah it's a whole uh you know just sort of the creepiness of a beauty pageant and uh and uh, uh americana in general uh like bruce dern is in it and uh like uh you know it's um it's definitely a, a, a product of the 70s. And uh, now we have a new smile. And um, yeah. that's the answer to the first one. So now we go back to Lori, and I'll, I'll get the order right this time. Lori, then Parker, then Mike. Uh, Lori, uh, with only that piece of information to go on, that the first one, the answer was smile. Uh, this next movie's tagline goes... Every rose has its thorns. The rose. Bat Midler. <laughs> I don't think they wanted to sell her as being thorny. <laughs> um, but no. uh, great guess and correct. Wow. You're always there with the great guesses, though. You, you know, there's Thanks. episodes of the show correct. where people are just dumbfounded Keeping the entire fun. time. Can't yeah. even make a guess, you know. Wow. Uh, Parker. Um, ugh, I mean, like, I feel like I feel the, uh, the theme emerging here. Um, the, uh, 
I don't does this does this does this movie predate uh poison? Oh, a movie called Poison? No, the the the, the oh, band that would saying. sing that, that song. Yeah. That yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't tell you the year yet. Um Uh, I, uh, this we can we can move on. You don't, don't have to. You yet. don't have to say something. Uh, uh, Mike, <laughs> I you know I'm gonna take what Parker started and go because maybe it is something to do with <laughs> stages uh, and poison, and maybe that was the tagline. To I know it's not about poison, but Marky Mark was a a rock star. It was I think it's called Rock God, where he's like a glam metal guy. A rock star. Rock. Is it rock god or rock star? I think it's just rock star. Rock star. Well, I'm yeah, guessing. I'm I guessing think. by that response, it's not. <laughs> no, that's not. That's not the answer. Uh, this is a movie from 2007 called Teeth. Yeah. Oh. Teeth. Oh, about the the teeth in the vagina, right? Mm-hmm. Every oh, rose has its thorns. Yeah. yeah. That makes Crazy. sense. Back what, to Lori. What, kind of, what What kind of movie is Teeth? Is it a Oh, I think he just described it. It's it's just a. It's about a woman. It's a, who, it's a documentary uh, about an actual yes. woman. Yes, yes. I just wanted to clear up any misconceptions in case you guys thought it was a true story. No, I don't think so. I think it's just okay. a fictional tale. Like I think it's. I, I feel like it's. There's a David Cronenberg called Rabbit, where a woman develops a set of teeth in her armpit, and so it sort of felt like. Uh, like that a little bit but wow. so we got smile teeth mm-hmm. here's the next one Lori. okay uh, oh, I what see. movie had the tagline it has a living room and a dying room um all right so smile teeth um i mean i don't know is there a movie called lips is there a movie called tongue um is, is there that, a movie which called one of those larynx? are any of those your guess uh, uvula if, if there's a movie that would be my uvula, guess uvula the movie yeah no right. parker it has uh, a living room and a dying room um um let's see so smile and teeth <laughs> the and, theme is uh, really there's really messing with people on this one yeah yeah just think more um, about the tagline. Just what movie applies to the tagline? Uh, it has a living room and a dying room. Uh, <laughs> Anything? I um. I let let's let's go with um with uh. Monster House. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, these are some of the greatest guesses of all time uh, on this program. Uh, Mike? Uh, It's not based around a house, but I'm going to say In the Mouth of Madness. See, this is how dumb this game is. That um, I think it'll be fairly obvious what the answer is, and then also very aggravating. Uh, Are we when all you hear working it. too hard, Doug? My, well, I definitely have been working too hard preparing this because uh, the movie is called The Haunted Mansion. Get it? <laughs> Mansion? 
Oh, All right, so right. we got smile. Right. We got smile. We got teeth. We got mansion. And uh, here's the next one. First person to get one right wins, by the way. But they're going to get easier. Uh, Lori? Yeah. This is a long one. There are no words to describe Sutter Kane's latest and greatest novel. <laughs> there are no words to describe Sutter Kane. That's the whole thing. It's a really, it's a tagline that just doesn't want to get into it. <laughs> and so, uh, what movie do you think would do that, Lori? Do you know well, a movie that has someone named Sutter Kane in it? I don't, but uh, my closest guess is Barton Fink. Oh, that's a really good one. Parker? If if if, if, if Barton Fink's name was Sutter Kane, then right. I, I would have been right. Yeah. Lori, do you read Sutter Kane? No. Yeah. Uh, so that that is what Mike just guessed. That's in yep. the madness. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie so much. <laughs> do I get a do I get a pre point? <laughs> no, but I was. I'm telling you, I was impressed that uh, I didn't expect anyone to ever have any idea about John Carpenter's In the Mouth of Madness, and especially trying to think of movies that with you know that smile, teeth, chin, mouth. Um, so we're going to call, we're going to officially call Parker the winner because we, uh, we're out of time, but, uh, I just want to hey. say that just around the corner, just to make sure someone would get a point, the next one was going to be, you'll never go in the water again. Joss. Exactly. Smile, <laughs> teeth, chin, mouth. I mean, Joss. I was going to guess that too, Doug. But, yeah. You know. I think you would have. But I'm still trying to. I'm still hung up on the on the mansion meaning chin. <laughs> man chin. chin. <laughs> I don't know anybody the that pronounces the word that way. Man but sure. chin. <laughs> I'm less hung that, up and uh, more just angry, but um, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> There's that politician mansion too, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. He's one. Of, he's like a. What do they call him? Like a blue bear or something? They call him something. Because he's not like normal. He's like oh, uh, a blue dog. It's a blue dog. Is that it, really? Yeah, blue dog Democrat. Yeah, there. Yeah, that's, that's like it. a. It's like a southern racist Democrat. Yeah, the blue dog. yeah. That's, yeah. What I was, that's what I was driving at. I knew yeah. his nickname wasn't. It shouldn't be something to be proud of. All right, so um, <laughs> Parker Fid, you get to uh, do your uh, promoting first. Smile is in theaters on digital and. Paramount Plus, is there anything you'd like to add? Uh, no, I think that about covers it. Um, you know, <laughs> thank, thank, thank you for anybody who, who has seen it and for anybody who might, you know, it's it's a perfect movie to watch with your family uh, over, over <laughs> Thanksgiving or over, mm -hmm. I guess this comes out Black Friday. So, uh, you know, shortly after Thanksgiving when the family's all together, it's nice and heartwarming and um, will put a smile on your face. Yeah, Lori didn't mention she took her four-year-old. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> um uh thank you parker and uh laurie kilmartin what would you like to promote you know uh see see parker's movie um it's real it's <laughs> an incredible accomplishment to direct and release a movie and it's great it scared the shit out of me i was watching you know cla classic i was watching through my clothes and my hands and it was a really great <laughs> film and then uh, I also have an album out called Corset. If you want to take the edge off after Smile. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Lori. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you. And Mike Weeby, what would you like to promote? Uh, well, uh, Riverboat Gamblers and Dracula's both have new singles out. I have a podcast called the International News Service. And uh, I, I was a producer on a, a documentary about the band Guar called This Is Guar. And that's on Shudder right now. Wow. Oh, that, <laughs> that's a perfect place for it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm briefly, I uh, appear very briefly in a movie that debuts on Shutter this tomorrow, Thanksgiving, uh, called Blood Relatives. It's like uh, Paper Moon, but with uh, a father-daughter vampire. Oh, with Noah uh, Segan. Yes. Yeah, my buddy Andrew Baird uh, was the cinematographer. That's awesome. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's coming out on Shutter as well. And... Um, yeah, thanks to all of you for being here. And um, here's my plugs. Uh, if you haven't yet, give the Wide World of Dugs uh, podcast a listen. And uh, Mike was just on it. And uh, would love to get you on it uh, as well, Parker. And I'm still, I, we talked about it earlier, but I still don't know if Laurie's done it or not because I lose track of who's been guests on which shows of mine. Mm, um, yeah. Eight guests of Hanukkah at Largo in Los Angeles on Sunday, December 18th. And Lori and I will be with a bunch of other comics having a great time at Cobbs on uh, New Year's Eve in San Francisco. Thanks, Lori Kilmartin, Mike Weeby, and Parker you. Finn. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. And as always, yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, okay. I got it. Uh, I always say that a, a different last line from a movie, and I scribbled this one down so fast. Yeah, well, how about we start with a fish or turtle, and or maybe something you don't have to feed. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug loves movies. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.